Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Logically challenged. I know I promised you guys that I would be live on Zoom and live on Facebook, and I would do anything to make that happen. Now, we're actually going to try and do that. Um, and I hear wonderful feedback here every time I'm talking. I'm not quite sure what's going on on my end. I've got some great guests. I would love you to stay tuned for this entire show. We've got with us today Tracy O'Malley, and today the entire show, and Danny Massey. Now, the show today is about addiction, recovery, entrepreneurs, and a little bit of real estate. It's all going to be one tied in together. Am I doing this? Well, because the truth is, if you understand the pathology of your life and how to reprogram your life, I will tell you, you have a happier, more successful life. So where am I right now? The game is, where in the world is Forbes Riley? Well, today I am in Anaheim, California, right down by Disney World. And I came down here, I'm going to give a little shout out to a very dear friend of mine who's doing an amazing charity work. Her name is Carrie Kaysom. And if you loved radio as much as I do, you remember many, many years ago, a phenomenal announcer, radio personality named Casey Kasem. That was her dad. He did the Countdown 100, and I religiously listened to that most of my life. Well, along the way, I was lucky enough to actually work at his station. I used to do radio back in the day. And I don't know if you know this. I had a TV series, a radio series called Off the Record with Forbes Riley. And I got to interview Sting and Clapton and Journey. And all of those recordings, by the way, if you're interested, live on a website called Forbes factorradio.com. They were phenomenal. And to all you entrepreneurs out there, I got this job not knowing anything about these people. I love music, but I didn't really know the people who made it. And when they gave me the job, I think it's because I was so deliciously naive. I remember talking to uh, Walter Becker from Steely Dan, and I said, so, you know, Steely Dan is a very interesting name for a band. I said, so how did you come up with the name? And he looked at me, cocked his head, and he said, well, Forbes, you do know that a Steely Dan is a steel dildo. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, I did not know that. But thank you for sharing with me and all of America. And a lot of those interviews, like I said, they're all living on ForbesFactorRadio.com uh, because I, I, they're just precious and priceless to me. So fortunately, unfortunately, her dad was worth about $80 million towards the end of his life, and he suffered from Parkinson's. And I guess his then-wife, uh, between Jean Kasem, the wife, and the kids. Not quite sure what happened, but Terry, after he passed away, was just committed to the care of the elderly because something happened that was not right. I'm not going to take sides. I have no idea really what it was. But apparently as we get older, and we're all doing this, do we have systems in place for people to take care of us? And if you're worth a lot of money, you know, you're worth a lot more gone, I think, to some people than long-term care. And so she is very, very committed to that. It's called Casey Kasem Cares. K-A-S-E-M, C-A-R-E-S.org. And if you've got somebody that's a caretaker and wanting to learn more about how all that works, what an amazing opportunity. Now, I'm not sure on, since I'm now doing this on my cell phone today, I'm not quite sure how I know if my guests are on. Um, does my producer want to, Josh, do you want to say hi to me and let me know? Well, so I've got two phenomenal guests. I've got, all right, so they'll be on in just a few minutes. And again, to my amazing guests, we were going to do a Zoom call. I'm sitting with my computer, and I don't know about you, 
but I was alive during a time when phones were connected to the wall. So maybe it's just that I don't quite understand. I keep thinking I understand my computer. I can send emails. I can get on Facebook and Instagram. But when it comes to something a little bit more sophisticated, I don't know. So guys, stay tuned because in a little bit, if I can reconnect us on Zoom and through Facebook, I would love to do that. I got my, I'm all, got my makeup on. I look good. I want to introduce some celebrities that are here hanging out with me today. But... I would love you to write me on my Facebook and let me know some of your technological challenges. What is it that is confusing you? So as an entrepreneur, I'm going to give you some resources today that I truly think have made my life better, maybe a little more complicated. I don't know. So number one, if you're someone like me and you come home from a networking event, right, and you've got lots and lots of business cards, what do you do with them? Well, I got to tell you, there are systems in place for them that I just love. There is a way that you can actually take a picture of your card from your phone and it goes right into your database. Now, this is something that I was taught many, many years ago by a phenomenal mentor of mine, is that a database, which is basically names and emails, is a living, breathing thing, right? There are people on the other end of that and they are, if you connect to them, people that want to help you, but if they're not organized, if you don't reach out to them on a regular basis, not a good thing, right? So I was always taught that you reach out to people when you don't need them so that when you do need them, they're there. So if you're listening and you're one of my devote fans and I love you guys, I would take out a pen and piece of paper because I'm going to give you a couple of assignments. Number one is to go to your database, wherever you keep your names, and see if you can't call 10 people just to reconnect. Ask them how they're doing. Say, hey, I've got nothing special going on. I just wanted to let you know I'm thinking about you. And this is a unique way to just, hey, what's going on in your life? Spend a couple of minutes and then go down the whole list. Again, you don't need them right now and that's great. But when you do need, then you might want to go, hey, remember we, you know, we've connected? The more amazing thing is there's a couple of um, database programming things. I use Constant Contact or Active Campaign. There's a thing called MailChimp. And if you don't know what all these words mean, reach out to me on social media. And I do tutorials on this all the time because these things have been amazing to me. Don't you love getting a birthday card on your birthday from a client or an associate? Well, these kind of systems that have now been created using the Internet will really help you stay connected. And you can actually pre-program them when it's somebody's birthday to drop them a card and say, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm here and we're thinking about you. When you're trying to do business with people, it's a lot nicer to do business with people when they know that you care. And the funny thing is, that's what I love about Facebook, is that it's kind of easy to reach out to people, you know, and say, wow, I I didn't know you were thinking about me, but on your birthday, don't you get lots and lots of notifications? Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about social media. Okay, the second thing is, have you ever heard of a thing called funnels? All right, this is amazing. Here's my second assignment. I want you guys, I've got a free gift for everybody. I want you to go to four... I'm sorry? I want you to go to ForbesFriends.com, and I'm going to tell you, we're going to go to a break in just 30 seconds, that this is one of the coolest books. I'm going to give you a book completely for free. Go to ForbesFriends.com, and over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk to you how you completely crush it when you follow some of the systems in this book written by a dear friend of mine named Russell Brunson. All right, now we're going to go off to a quick break. Remember, I'm Forbes Riley. Health, wealth, and happiness. You're listening to Forbes Riley right here on The Forbes Factor. Don't go away. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. 
If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact. Are you ready to be fabulous? You know, science has proven that women thrive in a tribe together. And now we invite you to join two fierce females, otherwise known as Sheila and Sarah, as they help you take the journey from flat to fabulous. It's fun, terrific stories and wise insight every week. Take better control of your life. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time for Life from Flat to Fabulous on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Create happiness now. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. So we're in the middle of resources, and we're talking about, number one, how to make your database a living, breathing thing. And number two, my dear friend Russell wrote a free book for everybody. You can find it at ForbesFriends.com. And the idea behind that is truly understanding how the customer cycle works. Well, I want to introduce you to somebody who truly understands how the customer cycle works. She's a renowned recovery coach. She's a multi-million dollar entrepreneur, a speaker, an author, and I think that's what we want. Everybody wants to have that after their name, right? But here's what she's done. Tracy has personally mentored over 80,000 women in her career. I don't know how she does that. I, I can't even you know, get my two twins out of bed. But she's revolutionized the coaching industry, and her work in recovery by healing generations of women really says so much about her. Please welcome to my show, Tracy O'Malley. Tracy, are you there? I am here. How are you today? I am good. I have to apologize. A little noise in my back end. You know, when we travel as entrepreneurs, as we often do, I'm on a speaking tour for the next three weeks, and I'm literally in a hotel lobby in Anaheim. Don't you love that? You know, the front seat of my Dodge Ram was my office for many, many years, so I get it completely. Right, and I know my audience understands, and they appreciate how hard I work and trying to stay connected. I didn't want to do a pre-recording today. So, Tracy, explain to me, how have you touched the lives personally of over 80,000 women? Well, it's crazy because I was the fly under the radar girl for most of my life due to like how I grew up, all those things. And so about seven years ago when all hell was breaking loose in my life and I needed to wipe out my own hard drive and kind of start from scratch at the age of 40, um, I I ended up in network marketing, which like I had wiped out my entire social network. So to start a network marketing company and then to go on to mentor, lead, inspire tens of thousands of women was not ever on my radar or my pathology. And, you know, the timing was right. Uh, My willingness and humility factor was right. And it kind of was just a perfect storm, to be honest with you. Well, all right. So now let's go back for a second. And I, I love when people gloss over things, but I'm the kind of girl that digs in deep. What hit the fan? Oh, what went wrong there. in let's your go. life? All right, go for it. Okay. So, you know, I grew up in an alcoholic home, um, a very strong, passionate Irish family. And I knew my role early on, and that was to fly under the radar to keep the peace. And so I would have these 
you know, bouts of success, I had shining moments and then it would freak me out and I would sabotage it and, you know, start the whole chain again. And I knew how to operate when my back was up against the wall. So like subconsciously, a lot of my successes, I would sabotage to rise from the ashes again, because that I knew how to do. I watched it in my home over and over again. And, you know, it was about 19 years ago when I was looking into the eyes of my own two children who were three and four at the time of Irish twins. And it hit me that I could no longer run from my upbringing. I could no longer run from the pathology of my family. So my deep dive into my own life started 19 years ago. Um, I tried to control that whole thing for the next 12. You know, I would kind of like have one foot in, one foot out. It scared the crap out of me. I'd run. I would sabotage all those things. And then it was seven years ago, um, you know, on a June afternoon, I get the call from my father saying he was just diagnosed with cancer and they didn't give him much time to live. And literally 12 days later, he was gone. And so, oh my God. you know, and I just, yeah, I was just turned 40. I was a single mom, you know, the sole provider financially, spiritually, emotionally, and physically of my 14 and 15 year old. My coping mechanisms sucked. Quite honestly, I was either an escapist or a numbist, and I was watching my two children start to model that same behavior. And, you know, I had just put to rest my father, who I was now modeling. And it was a very eye-opening moment for me in, okay, either I take this way or I go this way, and this shit needs to stop with me. It has to stop with me, and the only way it's going to stop with me is if I model something different. Um, my coping mechanisms were either power tripping, workaholism, uh, alcohol, food addiction, uh, codependency, you name it. I used it as a tool and those tools quit working. And so at the age of 40 and looking at my two kids, I decided to ask for help for the first time in my life and checked myself into rehab for all the above. I laid all the cards on the table. I didn't leave anything off the table and said, I need to relearn everything. I need to get a new set of tools. The other ones are rusty and need to go. And that's kind of how it started. It was like this come to Jesus moment where either this cycle continues with me and my grandchildren get it, or it, it stops with me and the legacy changes from here moving forward. And that's what I wanted. And I was willing to do whatever it took, leaving behind many people, places and things and pretty much everything but the clothes on my back and my two kids in tow. And it was time for Tracy to wipe out her hard drive and start over at the age of 40. Okay, so I just want to stop for one second. I want everyone to really, really hear how insanely tragic on some level all of that is. Because what I've discovered is people do have things that are bad in their lives. And I'll tell you, Tracy, I was just at an event where I was doing a fitness thing. But people come up to me and they cry all the time. And my daughter's always looking at me going, Mom, how is it that people cry in front of you all the time? And it's because they carry their pain with them. And I'm going to mm -hmm. say that one of the things that you did is you went through all of it, but you came out the other side. And so many people, it's important to hear that time does heal things and you go through things, but you have to understand and pull out the life lessons. Life happens for you. Parents will die. People, tragedy things will happen to great people. But how you choose to handle it defines you as a person. Do you agree with that? I do. And, you know, it's not just like going through it and sitting in it and wallowing in it. It's like, okay, I need to take 
first you have to have an awareness of it and your like your kind of habits and patterns in the whole process. Like awareness is first and foremost, which we're living in a day and age where people's awareness is kind of there, but they're not acknowledging kind of their role in it. And then they're not taking effective action. So you kind of have to have all three to have it work for you and to grow with it. I mean, the attitude of, yes, this is working for me is great. However, if you're not taking effective action, you're going to repeat this. You're going to just be kicking the can down the street and same package is going to show up maybe in different wrapping paper. But um, it was the willingness to just kind of say enough is enough. Enough is enough, even though, you know, we say things, you hear it all the time, I'm sure, in your conferences, too, like, well, this is how I was raised, this is just who I am, and it's like, yeah, how's that working for you? It's not, so let's do something different. You want something different, it's going to require maybe something completely different of you. All right, so let's, let's talk about network marketing for a second. So that is a subject, I've talked to a whole bunch of people who are very, very successful at it, but I'm going to say the majority of people are not. What is it that right. set you apart in how you ran your business? Well, I think, like, I, I talk about this all the time, and I've been keynoting in front of, like, 20,000 people before, and, you know, when they look at me, on paper, I was probably the least likely to succeed. I mean, I was a single mom that went to rehab, had only six months of sobriety under her belt, with no social network, and not much to work with, you know, other than a hunger and a, and a, a humility so it was the timing of it. And I've said to people, had this come into my life six to eight months earlier, there's no way this happens. However, you know, my mind shift, my life shift had happened. And, um, you know, the, why I think people don't succeed is they carry that pathology, that baggage from their childhood, from generations before them. Um, that belief system is built before the age of 10. And although, you know, our 10-year-old or under brain a lot of our beliefs were for survival. When we get to adulthood and start parenting and start, you know, a business and leading people, we're carrying that same belief system with us and it isn't effective anymore. Yeah, it might keep you safe, but it also keep you paralyzed. And I think that happens a lot in network marketing. For me, I had exhausted all my resources and my best thinking had gotten me into those positions. And I was just, I had nothing to lose almost you know, people were kind of betting against me. I was the underdog. And so I was like, let's just do the thing. And I was leading from a place that wasn't about me as well. You know, my whole life. And, you know, when you're dealing with addiction, you're very self-absorbed. And I used to not think that. Um, but owning my part in everything and realizing how self-absorbed and narcissistic I actually was. Um, starting my network marketing business, yeah, I had a big vision and a big goal, and I knew I was going to crush that. I did. However, once I put the vision up on the board, it was like, okay, how can I be of service to others? How can I help people in their life with whatever they're looking for? If it was they needed more money, I could definitely lead them to that. If it was their health, I could definitely lead them to that. If it was helping with this internal soul work along with putting good things in their body and making money, that's where I shined. And, you know, it was one of those things. People would come to me. They're like, I don't know what you have going on, but I want what you have. And I said, good, then you're going to do what I do. And because I was so transparent with I started this business the morning I picked up my six-month sobriety chip. And, you know, that's. For, and I spoke publicly about it. I broke my anonymity completely. And people were um, not just inspired by that, but they were like, okay, I was credible and trustworthy because, I mean, most people don't air their, their stuff. And I was like, listen, 
this is who I am. Take me or leave me. But if you want to go places, I can take you there. And, you know, one after the other, they started to show up and one turned into a hundred, turned into 15,000, turned into 80, 80 something thousand. And it was just that resilience and, you know, doing my own work first, like putting my own oxygen mask first, you know, staying in the trenches of my own work and then staying in it with other people and, you know, holding their hand, but not enabling them. And just walking my well, I gotta is, tell you, so, you, so you've said a, a whole bunch of amazing nuggets that I think people need to hear. Um, I had a woman recently that I was coaching who said, oh my God, I don't want to tell people what's going on mm-hmm. with me. I just want to kind of hide it. And I discovered, and I think you all need to hear this, that my greatest success, and almost everyone I've interviewed in the 10 years I've been doing this show, is that when you are vulnerable, when you are authentic, when you are real and you take that risk to let people know that you're not perfect. Now, if people go and see Tracy O'Malley on Facebook, and I advise you, she's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And people somehow mm-hmm. assume that people who are beautiful have it easier. Isn't that, do you find that to be true? Um, yeah. You know, people that don't know the story take one look at me and judge it, and I totally get that. Um, but it isn't always that way. Um, you know, it's, I'll tell you this a lot of beautiful people will really polish up the outside to hide the broken inside. And I was no stranger to that. And, you know, so I, I actually look at beautiful people with a different set of lenses because it's not everybody, but sometimes there's an element of truth to that. And I was, you know, where I was the queen mask wearer, you know, and you know, once I smashed the mask, masks and honestly, I believe I became more beautiful because there was no hiding. There was no like, front. It was like, this is who I am, stripped raw and real. And trust me, I spent 40 years hiding every piece of vulnerability from the world because I perceived that as weakness, you know, from my own belief system growing up. And it was actually quite the opposite. It was the most endearing part about me is when I could actually tap into that beautiful feminine, vulnerable energy. I I mean, I could pull out my, you know, my tough love card from time to time and when it's appropriate, but it was really just owning that. And unfortunately, even on social media today, we see a lot of discounted authenticity that has an ulterior motive. They're like, I'm going to be vulnerable just enough to kind of like lure you in. And with people in me, they knew that that was never the case. They knew I was a no BS kind of girl and it works. It worked for me. And it, it's just how I roll because honestly, it's the only way I can sustain this. Like if I was showing up, you know, one person here, one person there, one person there, exhausting and I'm here for the long haul. So that's just how I roll today. So do you recommend, so let's go to network marketing for a second. I would love to be able to hear your coaching and we're going to do this right after my, my next break. But so many people say, okay, I got it. So now I'm vulnerable and I'm telling them something about me. Mm-hmm. But what is the secret to getting people on your train because part of network marketing is truly creating a network. And I love that you created yours from scratch. You didn't have a leg Mm -hmm. up or an advantage. And so uh, I would love you to share that. We're going to go right off to a break to talk to some of my sponsors and say thank you to my amazing engineers and all the people behind the scenes who take such good care of me and put up with the fact that I'm technologically challenged and I promise (laughs) to find the cure for this. Uh, But we'll be right back after this. You're listening to The Forbes Factor, my very special guest today. Don't go away. We're talking about health, wealth, and your happiness. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. 
If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to The Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. We are back. It is Forbes Riley. And we're talking about the secrets to building a network marketing world. Now, I will tell you what's interesting about this is that so many people want to do this, but they don't have actionable steps. So Tracy's given me a couple of steps that I want everyone to think about if you don't have a network. Number one... One of the key things that she talked about was to be vulnerable, to tell people your story. And it's interesting because when you start to use a product or service and your life changes and you feel better and you get better, people go, wow, I want what you have. And then it's your job to say, look, I can help enroll you into that and make your life better if you do what I do. And one of those is to tell people, never try to sell people. I think this is where so many of us go wrong. We think that we need to sell you into something. The truth is, when you, as a customer, are ready to put down money on something, you didn't get sold. You actually enrolled yourself. You realized that there was a product or a solution out there that could make your life better. So when you're part of your business, whether it's network marketing or you just have a product to sell or a service to sell, your job is to make it so inviting that what you offer and what you provide for people is really something that just is going to enhance their lives. And so I really want you to think about this. So many of us, I know I coach hundreds and hundreds of people each week, both in person, on Zoom, on the radio, and so often they will tell me that I don't know how to close. Sure you do. Because closing is nothing more than just getting somebody to truly say yes. And then they say yes with their money, and that's great. That really is, that means that they are excited to be part of your world, that they are connected to you, and that what you have to offer is going to benefit them. And that's all that means. 
But let me go one step deeper. Too many times, many of us are committed to the idea that, oh, I'm trying to sell somebody. Do me a favor. Let's stop thinking about that part because I have a feeling if you start saying this one phrase, your entire business will change. Stop telling yourself and other people that you can't afford something. Start saying that you can't afford not to do something. That is such a huge leap forward in so many ways. I can't afford not to do this. And then all of a sudden, training and mentors and seminars that you want to attend aren't as daunting. Because I will tell you, the times that I've stepped in and said yes, and we actually call it a technique where you take your hat and you throw it over the fence, just blindly throw it over the fence, and then your job is to go get it. So many times, you and my wonderful listeners, you say, I don't know how to do that. Stop worrying about how you do it. Throw your hat over the fence and then go get it. Because the truth is you don't know how to do a lot of things. You don't know how to speak another language when you're a kid. You don't know how to walk or talk or type. You learned all of those things because you had a willingness to grow. And one of the, I love this, one of my favorite stories is called The Lobster. Now, if humans were lobsters, we'd all be so much more successful, but we're not. See, a lobster grows from a tiny little bug, like a one-pound lobster. I actually saw a 20-pound lobster. Now, how do they do that? Well, unlike us, we have our skeleton on the inside. Lobsters have their skeletons on the outside. And they actually, when they get so uncomfortable in their shell, they actually have to back out and become just as raw meat. They're a subject to anybody else eating them, crawl under a rock, hide themselves, and grow what's called a new ectoskeleton, okay? Every year or so, they do that. Well, if you're a human, here's what happens. You get so uncomfortable in your skin that you tell your friends and your doctors, I feel so uncomfortable, and they give you a Prozac or a, or a Valium, or they tell you, oh, it'll be okay. No, I want you to embrace how uncomfortable you are and say, this is my opportunity to grow. This is my time to shine. Because being uncomfortable means that I'm ready to take my life to the next level. Stop being comfortable because there's no growth in that. Now, don't get me wrong. If you enjoy being comfortable, if you enjoy the status quo, then there's a lot of avenues that you can take. But I'm going to tell you, you're probably not one of my avid listeners because I'm all about us making more money, having more fun, and living this life to the fullest. I love coaching people who say, I'm going to step up and I want to start speaking on stage. Wow. We know if you look at the list of things that are really, really traumatic in your life, public speaking is number one. Divorce and death are two and three, and those are pretty bad. So, so many of you go, wait, I can't speak in public. I'm going to tell you, if you're listening to this and you're part of my team, I'm going to invite you that now is your time to actually step up and step in and say, hey, you know what? I really want to speak in public. I want to talk about what I'm up to. And that is something that I can't ever get enough of. So if you want to take your public speaking and your life to the next level, this is the way that you can truly do that. Um, one of the ways is that you guys can actually just jump on the radio with me and start that way. You know, come be one of my guests. And, you know, this is an awesome way to talk about your service, your, your products. And I know that we had Tracy on the phone. I think we got disconnected. Again, today is a day of technological challenges for me, and I hope you all bear with me. I'm on the phone in the lobby of the Hyatt Regency down here in Anaheim. Why am I here? Well, because today I'm speaking for a charity. And, you know, it's a funny thing that you cannot clone yourself. You can't 
be in more than one place at one time. And I so apologize to my, my listeners and my guests and my fans that I'm doing the very, very best that I can. And here's the funny thing. In the old days, I would get very upset about this or might beat myself up. I don't want to do that. I want to embrace that I really am focusing on us doing the best that we can. When something bad happens to you, to me, it is a lot like a, a sailboat. And sailboats get blown off course all the time. And what they do is they course correct. And you're going to find that your life gets better when you can course correct quickly. So if you say, hey, you know what? I was all set up and ready to do something this way. It didn't work. Well, I can complain or be moanful about it. Or I can go, you know what? Bam. Let's try something new and stick. And they're both on. I'm staying positive. So, Tracy, are you back on my call with me? I am. Can you hear me? I can. And, again, I have to apologize a little bit about my technological challenges. I hear Danny is out there, too. Danny Nashi, where are you, my love? Danny, can you hear me? I can hear you you Can you hear me, Forbes? Now I can finally hear you. It's taken him two weeks to get on my show. Oh, my God. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you so much. It's such an honor. And I have to say, I just love your space and I love what you're bringing to the table. Your energy is contagious. And I just want to thank you so much. And I'm so honored to have the opportunity to share the platform with you. And I think you're just an amazing, amazing leader. And I'm just so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, and I thank you. And I, you know what? I'm going to take a quick step back for a second, and I'm going to tell you guys what he just did brilliantly. And Tracy, I know you know this as someone in the network marketing world. One word will change your life, and I think that's edification. Tracy, how does that show up for you in your world? Totally. And, you know, it's super, super important, and it needs to be genuine, which I can tell he, his was completely genuine. So um, beautiful. I love it. I do too. And for those of you who don't know what Danny just did, and, and I did it from his heart, but I'm gonna, I always like to take things and make them teaching opportunities, both the good and the bad. And I love, I mean, you just sent chills down my spine, and I so appreciate you, and I appreciate Carly and all my guys back at Two Market Media, how hard they all work to make everything that we do look seamless. But when you have a moment to genuinely pay a compliment forward, especially when you're passing the torch off, like you literally get a chance to be on a stage or on a radio show, to acknowledge, but even when you're in a group of friends and you introduce each other, to edify somebody, to say how they show up in their life, not only makes them feel great, but it allows other people to, it elevates their status. So, Tracy, I'm just going to finish up with you, but I'd love you to hang on the call and we'll just kind of make it a fun three-way, is that we were just talking about in a network marketing environment where you have an opportunity to talk to a lot of people, what is one of your one or two spectacular keys that allows people to grow their network? Um, you know, it's, it's authenticity. It's putting yourself out there. It is leading by example. You know, one of the things that you asked me before the break was, how did I turn that into 80,000 people you know, with no network to start with. And it was really identifying first, it was strategic, um, understanding that I needed a few key players. It's just like discipleship, you know, what Jesus did with 12 disciples is pretty amazing. And I knew that if I had 20 key players, they would do the work of the 80,000. And that's exactly what happened. But a lot of times what I see people do is dragging dead weight. They put all their money, let's say, you know, they're betting on, you know, the dark horse that isn't going to ever, you know, spring up from the back and take the lead. And I could identify very easily 
um, leadership qualities. And even if they didn't know it, I poured into those people that not only had the qualities, but were taking action. And even if it meant leaving a few behind, not without love, because I loved everyone, whether they were just, you know, using the product or making millions in our organization and, you know, treating everybody with the same love and respect. However, really giving those my time that were ready to be led and mentored. And, you know, my first million came from only 82 people that I brought in. And what I did with those 82 people created 15,000 people, which created my first million. And obviously that's gone on over the years, but it was really identifying those that had the qualities and those that were willing to take action and those that were coachable. You know, Tracy, you are an awesome. How do people find out more about you or get in touch with you? They can find me on Instagram. That's usually where I'm hanging out these days, Tracy underscore O'Malley, or on Facebook at Tracy O'Malley. I love it, Tracy. Thank you so very much. Hey, Danny Nasty, I've got one minute before my break. You are the real estate god. That is what people call you. How you're going to talk about when we come back. Like, give me one quick, I know, come on, seriously, I know that word's a big one, but you really, you've been on television doing this. My listeners want to know when they've made their money, how do they get into real estate, how to maximize it. I'm still, even though I own some things, I'm still a geek at that. So if you don't mind, we're going to go right to the break. We come back, you're on. I want from you actionable tips so that people can understand how they too can get involved in million-dollar listings. Does that sound like a good plan? Absolutely. I look forward to it. All right, you. Everybody, you're listening to the Forbes Stock. We're talking about health, wealth, and happiness, how you can get more of that in your own life. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel shackled to your business? Do you feel that there is no room for anything else? Like a personal life, family, fun. Did you know that there is another way? Listen for The Unshackled Life with hosts Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young. They'll discuss what helps your business work better for you so that you get to have a life. Aaron Young has been starting and running companies for over 30 years. It's time for you to finally have the time, money, and freedom that you've always wanted. The Unshackled Life, Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Influencers. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. 
To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the last quarter of my show. This is one of my favorite hours of the week. I just love, love, love my show because I learned so much. Well, right now, I got a hometown boy, like, from New York. Turns out he grew up on all Long Island. Am I doing my accent right? Let's give it up for Mr. Danny Maxi. <laughs> Woo, the crowd goes crazy. Thank you so much. Hey. Thank you so much for having me. And, again, I appreciate being here. Thank you for inviting me. And, Forbes, I've been watching you religiously. And I got to say, there's just so much about you that just is so uplifting, your leadership qualities, your enthusiasm. And I think what touches my heart most about you is your willingness and your just dedication to really serving and helping others achieve the same goals. You know, I remember my father used to always tell me, you got to be able to light a candle in your house first before you can light it in anyone else's. And I just see you doing that. And I just want to thank you for your time and effort and your service and everything that you're doing on a daily basis. You know what? I just channeled my dad who passed away 20 years ago. Sounds like you're going to make me start crying because the truth is for the last uh, since I figured out that I could make a difference in the world, that's all that I have been doing. So from my heart to yours, thank you so much. And all of you need to hear what he just said. I learned a while ago because I got taken down on my knees about how if you're truly going to lead people, you have got to serve. You have got to be willing to help others. Danny, how has that shown up in your life? You know, that's the number one thing. I had a mentor a little while back, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I've been an entrepreneur since I'm 19 years old. I own and operate about 125 rental units in Manhattan. I've opened up seven car washes in South Florida, but I am a real estate broker associate and I love what I do. But I learned a long time ago from a mentor because I was very money driven early on in my 20s. And I remember him sitting me down one day because I wasn't having a tremendous amount of success with some sales. And he looked at me dead in my face, Forbes, and he said to me, he goes, do you care about the people that you're working with? And I swear to God, I sat back in the chair, I put my telephone down, I thought about it, and I knew deep down inside, and this is terrible, that I didn't. And I remember shutting off my phone that weekend. I didn't speak to anyone. I didn't talk to anyone. I put my phone away. I really reflected on that conversation I had with my mentor. And when I came back that Monday morning, my whole outlook on life changed. And I promised myself that I was going to serve those people. I promised myself I'm going to do everything in my can and my power to put myself in their position, and I'm going to treat them the way they want to be treated, just like the old golden rule. And once I did that and I stopped focusing on the money and I, and I just really focused on them and, being, and helping them achieve their goals and helping them achieve their results, the byproduct obviously was, you know, I attained some success. But that was one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned in sales. And, you know, it's funny, I did a seminar, and I'm a big fan of going to seminars because I was 31 years old when this spectacular leader of this massive seminar put me through the ringer and crushed me because I was all about me at that time. I was an actress and was, look at me, watch me do this because I'm really good at this. And he just taught me this massive lesson about serving others. And I love that you... That, that you also, it doesn't, don't you want to just sit in a dark place going, wait, maybe I am doing this for all the wrong reasons? Very humbling. Absolutely. And there was definitely a point of time where even when I was struggling with the serving and struggling with the, you know, being able to generate an income, I'm married, I have two young daughters where I felt like, you know, you know, and I've been in front of rooms and I've spoken to hundreds, in some cases, thousands of people where I felt like, wait, I feel like maybe I'm being a fraud. And it really took a lot of dedication. It really took a lot of meditation 
getting to know myself, self-development, reading the right books to really get a good understanding of myself and how I felt about myself and how I wanted to be perceived by others that I cared about and I loved to get to a place where I truly, genuinely knew that I now want to serve other people and help them achieve the goals and results of their dreams. So we don't have a whole lot of time left. Give me a couple of actionable strategies. How does somebody, so now they decide that, yes, I want to serve. Tracy talked about being vulnerable. But what's something very specific that somebody can actually do to gain success? Um, I think the most important thing is, is that you have to know yourself well, okay? And I think the way to do that is to really understand, you know, how not to be uncomfortable in front of people, how to be authentically, genuinely yourself. And I think reading really good books, leadership books, anything that has to do with self-development. I mean, one of the books that changed the quality of my life was a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I read that maybe 15 times. It's on my nightstand now. And it's like somebody slipped into the book every night and put in words I didn't see before. Um, I think it's also important to have the right sphere of influence around you. I think you need to have mentors around you that genuinely care about you, that have interest in seeing you do well. So you have to have a really good support system. And I think most importantly, you have to believe in yourself. And if you don't have that full belief in yourself, you have to be around someone who can believe in you until you can believe in yourself. Those are the things that I think that are really important to the core. And you have to have confidence and you have to, you have to really just, you know, feel good and you have to do things honest, ethically, and legitimate. And the rest becomes history. You know, and I love that. Um, so to all my listeners, I am actually going to invite Danny back for a good portion next week if he'll, if he'll come back because I really want, number one, you should really see him. I love the idea that we're going to start broadcasting this on Facebook. You can now become a visual part of this. And by the way, I've spent an hour. Danny, this is one of the secrets. If you're a man, you've got 300 hours more than we women. Unless, of course, you have to dye your hair and do your lashes and put your lipstick on and do your nails. So, one, if you're a man and you're not successful, man, we got to talk. <laughs> but I want to see your face as we have this conversation because I truly want to uncover some of the secrets to success in real estate. There is a mentality see, when I, that, about people who really get in that game and people who don't. What's one or two nuggets that will keep us successful in the world of real estate, do you think? I think, number one, in New York, you better know what you're talking about. So you have to have knowledge, you have to have experience, and you have to have contacts and resources. Because if you want to be able to have an edge on other players that are in the game, you need to be able to bring value to the table. And the way you bring value to the table in New York is being able to present information or be able to present properties that other people otherwise can't. So that's one very big way where you can bring that in. Another big way is when you have a team and you build one, you can leverage their contacts and resources, which makes it more valuable. Like myself, I'm a one-stop shop. So for instance, if I'm working with a buyer, the most important thing is I want them to know that if they're coming to me, I have everything under one umbrella. It's a one-stop shop. So you're getting a broker with me, you're getting a team with me, you're getting an attorney with me, you're getting a mortgage worker with me, and you're getting a title company with me. In addition, you have all these people that all have synergy and have worked together for the last five years. So it's very important that when I have people who come to me, that I make it as seamless and as easy as possible. And it takes a lot of dedication, it takes hard work, and it takes being able to find the right type of people who work at your speed, that understand, that get how you want to serve others and feel and believe the same thing as you. So those are two very important things, I feel. Sorry, hey, so we've only got about a minute left. Here's what I really want from you next week. I hear that teamwork makes the dream work, and we all believe that and understand it, but it's not my specialty. I am not great at doing that, and I am on a mission to have people like you and Tracy 
help me and my listeners understand how to really build the team. And then once you've got it, how to keep them engaged and enrolled. Does that sound like a good challenge? Hey, Forbes, you can't afford not to build a team. Well, okay, but I hear you say that, and I will tell you, if you're good at it, you take it for granted. And for the rest of us, it's like, <laughs> wait a second, how do you, it is. And you know what? And you're going to, I'm going to literally have your face, I'm going to look at you, and next week, to all my listeners, you've got to tune in, because Danny is actually going to show us some of the secrets that when you meet somebody to understand that they're good, how to cut them loose, and then how to keep them motivated. Does that sound like a good challenge? Absolutely. I can't wait to do that. And we're going to have a really great talk next week. And I hope everyone tunes in. It's super important that you do. Uh, you don't want to miss this. You can't afford to miss it. Plus, Forbes is going to be here. I'm going to be here. And who knows who else. But it's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. And I can't wait to share the information with you guys. I can't wait. And you're going to be visual. I'm going to see you. You're going to see me. You're going to see my face going, I need this from you. I can't wait because I want all of us to succeed. So, Danny... Big hug. Thank you so very much for, for being patient with me. And I look forward to seeing you next week. To all my listeners on Always Forbes Factor, guys, thank you. You're a rock star. I'm just, I just want you to come on and tell me how wonderful I am. It's just, my ego is loving you. <laughs> I have no problem. Facts tell story sell. I'd love to tell your story day and night. It would be awesome. Oh, man. I can't wait to meet you in person. All right. I got to run to all my listeners right here on the Forbes Factor. I will, hear, I will see you again. I'm going to see you again next week. Here's the promise. You will see my face on Facebook. I promise to all of you, uh, you'll be able to write questions, call in. I'll have a contest. I'm going to give away a trip to Cancun. Does that sound like a good reason to come back next week? Tuesday, 12 o'clock Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. I love you all, and I'm out for today. Bye, you guys. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.